Welcome into the CHGO Blackhawks postgame podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app and use promo code CHGO when you sign up. Welcome in. I'm Jay Zawoski with Mario Tirabasi. We're at home. We're cozy. I'm a little cozier than Mario. He's he's all bundled up because he's <laughs> cold in his closet. Uh, but Greg Boyce and the bravest of the three of us, he is at the United Center and will join us uh, after Luke Richardson and company meet the media on a victory Friday night heading in to the Christmas break. Hawks win 5-2 over the Blue Jackets. Patrick Kane scores a goal, uh, and everybody's happy. So, well, yeah. we'll see. We'll see. We're going to ask you that in the <laughs> poll question today. Are you happy with a win over a tanking opponent? Yes or no? Let us know in the uh, in the chat on YouTube. Vote in that poll, and we will update it as we go on with the show. But I think most people, Mario, and I think you and I can agree, it's just really nice to have a different thing to talk about and to head into an extended break here. They're off uh, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday with a win, and it's got to feel mm-hmm. great for those guys. Ugh, monkey off the back for Kane, a good overall, I don't want to say dominant win, but pretty I would say as far as Hawks wins go, pretty dominant. It's just got to be a great feeling as they head into the Christmas break here. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you look at this team, eight-game losing streak. Like, it's it, the bleakest of bleak seasons that that this could be for this team right now. Uh, playing out to plan for what it's supposed to be. Um, but every now and then, God, you need a, a game yeah. like this. And scoring the first goal, second goal, third goal, and fourth goals of the game, like oh, just the the last on on Wednesday we talked about how frustrating it was to watch that game where Patrick Kane specifically was was doing so much to create his own offense to set up other teammates, and just nothing was working. And you saw the frustration that he had after the game, snapping his stick over the bench as he as he left the ice. And he comes out and scores the game's first goal, sets up Max Domi uh, for the second goal, who was a culprit of the missed opportunities that Kane set up uh, on Wednesday night. This is a result that this team absolutely needed. Yeah. Uh, and 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 to go into the Christmas break, the holiday break, and 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 get this kind of win, um, and then they're when when they come back from the break, they finish the 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 calendar year of 2022 with three road games. So it's it's good to head into a road trip with this kind of result, um, especially over a team that you're going to see in a couple of days. In just over a week, they'll play uh, the Blue Jackets again on uh, what's that? That's New Year's Eve, right? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, that's the that's the New Year's the Eve game, game that got pushed to noon. Thank you, uh, schedule makers. Yes. Um, and 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 one thing too with 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 this win. Um, it was released earlier today. I don't know how many people have have, have seen. It. I don't know if you Jay uh, were able to watch it, but the, the the Blackhawks doing their you know kind of behind the scenes documentary style little series. Um, the second episode came out today, and it was I believe it was titled Reality Check, and it was all about how the team was super bad. It followed them as they went on their road trip, which was earlier this season or earlier this month where they got their their last win before tonight against the Rangers at Madison Square Garden. And you could just see, you know, from the shots of, of, of the locker room, the interviews with Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taze and Seth Jones, um, you, just, you just get this added level of, like, insight to how much the losing really affects these guys. And really, you know, you, outside of them talking to the media or you seeing them at practice, seeing them actually in the room in intermissions, um, you know, seeing them on, you know, in-game audio and, and, and interviews uh, specifically with for this feature, you see how much, uh, you know, candidly they talk, more candidly they talk about how the losing is impacting them. Um, and so I watched that today and, and, I, and I saw that to a, to a different degree than we've actually been able to, to see this season so far. So getting a win like that after seeing that episode is just like, it just means that, it, I think it just means that much more to these guys. Uh, that this is this is the kind of uh, result that can can help the team loosen up, and I think we saw that with them scoring the first goal of the game. They were they were just more loose. They didn't have to chase the game. Yeah. It was a completely different game that they could play. I think it's especially meaningful too that Patrick Kane's the guy that scores the goal um, because he had been fighting. And look, like 
he's played well. You know, he he's really you mentioned it. The game against Nashville, the game before, the game before that. Like he's, it's right there for him, and you could feel that. Okay, maybe if he gets one, they're going to start piling up. And they they talked to Patrick Kane's sister uh, during the <laughs> intermission, and she's like, "Can you score a hat trick for us tonight?" And Patrick Kane basically said, "Look." I've had enough trouble scoring one. Uh, you're asking a bit much of me, but I'll see what I can do. But you saw the when he scored that goal, it was not celebration. It was relief. Mm-hmm. It was just, oh, thank God. It finally went in for me, and I can stop thinking about it and start scoring again. Um, yeah, I mean, just all around a good night. And I know it's Festivus, and I know it's uh, it's typically reserved for the airing of grievances. But guess what? We're not doing it tonight because they won a freaking game. We've got a bunch of other games this year. We're going to be able to air our grievances. So we're going to be mostly positive in this one. Yeah, we've got to get to Boris Kachuk and his antics as well. But as we do after a lot of Hawks wins, we're seeing a bunch of new names here in the chat, which we appreciate. Please be sure if you're watching on YouTube to subscribe and smash that like button. You can do it right now. It takes three seconds. Think of it as a goodwill gesture for us. Uh, the day before or two days before <laughs> Christmas, uh, we call this Christmas Adam. Tomorrow's Christmas Eve, so today's Christmas Adam. Um, oh, nice. So smash that like button, subscribe. If you're listening on the podcast app, make sure you're subscribed or following us, uh, depending on where you get your podcast. Uh, I know that CHGO in general is like somewhere around 200 people away from hitting 23,000 YouTube subscribers, and that's since March, which is absolutely incredible. So thank Fantastic. you everybody for your support. And uh, the more people that can hit that subscribe button tonight, the better. We would greatly, greatly appreciate that. And, of course, that like button does huge stuff uh, in terms of uh, visibility for us uh, here yeah. uh, on uh, at CHGO. And we want to thank Brandon Sakura for his $2 super chat. He says, nice win. Merry Christmas to everyone. You too, Brandon. Brandon's a guy who's in with us every damn game. And uh, we appreciate the loyal people. We appreciate the new people. And I think you'll find that the chat here at CHGO is a very welcoming place, unless you're a Pudwack, and then it's not so welcoming, <laughs> but that's fine. It is a, it is a self-policed chat, uh, and we appreciate that. So Yes, absolutely. I saw we had a comment from Shep uh, in the chat saying, it just feels good to get a win. And it, it that's absolutely true. It's just, it you know, I'm sitting on a, sitting on the couch uh, watching the game with my, with my wife, and it's one nothing, it's 2 nothing, it's 3 nothing, it's 4 nothing. And I'm just like, I feel like maybe we can relax a little bit now. But yeah. you never know. You just never know with this team that, you know, and you felt for a while that second period, Columbus started turning it on and getting their chances and getting their looks. And, man, it was just – I'm just so glad they held on and got another goal late, you know, to seal it with Tave scoring on the power play. It's just – all in all, it's a positive night, and, and I hope it's – I just hope it stays that way. Yeah, and and that's something that I was I, I was trying to not let the as Jonathan Tay says not let the bad thoughts creep in. Yeah. Um, midway through the game, you know they're up four nothing, and then all of a sudden it just seems like Columbus flipped it on its head after being outshot something like twenty to six or twenty to five to start the game. Uh, I think the shots going into like midway through the third period or something was like twenty one to three for the black uh, for the Blue Jackets. And uh, and they and they made it a four two game, and I was really starting to be like, "Can you not blow a four nothing lead, please? Can you just yeah, not do oh that God, tonight? Like not tonight? Like you know?" Um, yeah, we'll yeah, have one you... of those. Don't worry. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. They've they've had they've had those this season. <laughs> yeah, did they blow a five one lead earlier this year or four one lead, something like that? I don't Sounds know. right. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, it was it was nice to see that they were able to you know, in a win like this, they didn't have to just hold on by, by the smallest thread to get the win. They were actually able to go out, score the last goal of the game on the power play. A great, great setup uh, for Jonathan Taze on the power play, his team leading 11th goal of the season. Um, And that was, that was just a good way to close it out. It didn't have to be a sweated out, you know, Oh, Oh no is our, 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 you know, let the nerves settle in. They were able to, you know, finish the game on a high note. And I think that that's, that's a really good way to, to close out this kind of game, this kind of result into this kind of break. Yeah. Well, we're going to get to our uh, four stars of the night. We're going to get our king of the game um, and everything when Greg joins us from the United Center. But let, let's let's focus on a couple uh, individual performances. Uh, Alex Stalock making his first start since being injured on November 1st and just loved his game tonight. Not only was he strong in net, uh, stopping 27 of 29 Columbus shots, 
really solid, you know, seeing the puck well. But Troy Murray talked about it during the game, how him kind of getting out of the net and, and stopping those ring around passes from Columbus behind the net, it just gets the Hawks possession again. And it's almost like having a, you know, another half defenseman out there when, you know, the other team dumps it in, Stalock goes behind the goal, picks it off and starts moving it the other way. In fact, that Taylor Radish goal, he didn't get an assist, but his pass started that entire rush. So mm-hmm. not only is he solid in that, and I think, look, there the reality of this thing is he's their best goalie right now on the roster. You can't give Peter Mrazek the starting the bulk of the starts because why would you? What's it based on? Salary? Yeah. Experience? I no. Stalock is the better goalie right now, and I I, I want to see him. Assuming both those guys are healthy, and that's a big assumption. Knocking on wood here, <laughs> I want to see right. Stalock get the bulk of starts. But he just came in after almost two months without playing, and just looked like he hadn't missed a beat. And uh, maybe it's a great opponent for him to start against, which is true. But man, he was solid as hell and getting in the face of Blue Jackets. <laughs> and you know, as much as I think. You know, we kind of can roll our eyes at that sort of stuff. That stuff matters to the team, right? Everyone talks mm-hmm. about Stalock's impact in the locker room and his personality and, and his infectious nature. And, uh, and look, it, it makes the team stronger when a personality like that is back and showing you that he's in, he's all in, going after big Columbus players, talking shit, you know, like <laughs> after the whistle. It's great, man. I thought Stalock was was awesome uh, in all aspects of this one. And you didn't see him – you saw him leave the net, but you didn't see the crazy, like, he's he's on the boards and the pucks in front of the net sort of things we saw earlier. Yeah, yeah it wasn't the full Alex Stalock experience tonight, but, but it was <laughs> it was a good – it was a good uh, dip in the toe back in the waters. Yeah, I, I really liked seeing him back – have a good have a good performance in that, um, you know, with concussions, you know, it's 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 tricky. So uh, it was nice to to see that it seemed like you know his his conditioning was uh, was up to par. You know, he seemed like he was energetic enough, confident enough to you know get in the face of some Blue Jackets players, which which was you don't see that often from goalies. But uh, Stalock is a guy that that likes to uh, likes to mix it up, and I think having him around the team is is, is fantastic on and off the ice. Um, as good as Arvid Soderblom was playing in his starts, it, the the goal for him this season is to is to get experience in Rockford, and I, I think having Alex Stalock back is is good for Arvid Soderblom, um, and it's good for the Blackhawks because it's 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 a guy that's that you can have available that is a positive influence when you go through tough tough stretches. Um, I, I don't want to say that you know a goalie in the locker room makes a huge difference in, in, in morale, but I think it makes an impactful difference. And as they were going through these, these tough stretches over the last, almost, like you said, almost two months, not having a guy like Stalock uh, be a voice in the locker room probably had an impact on how the team was handling some of these losses and, and trying to do things to keep, uh, keep the mood light. And I think Alex Stalock is a guy that that's good at doing that. Um, his teammates everywhere rave about him. So, I mean, th- there is an impact he has uh, off the ice. And, and then, yeah, on the ice, I, I, I think he, he looked, I think he looks strong and you're not wrong. He is definitely now that Soderblom is, is, is back in Rockford. Stalock is back to being the best goal that they have. Um, so I think having, having him have this, uh, this kind of game going into the break kind of just gives him that extra little bit of time to, you know, have a little bit more of a, of a recovery period between games. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he starts the next game once the Blackhawks get back to playing and and, and head out on the road. Uh, no Roy's just rage. Our buddy who's in every show is is having a bit of a freak out. He says, I'm worried having Stalock back Man. is not going to end well for the tank. And earlier he said he's afraid the Hawks are going to get hot. No. Breathe. Don't worry. It's it's gonna be okay. Breathe, friend. Like it, it, you'll be just fine. Yeah, the, <laughs> this team is what they are. Columbus is really bad. They lost five in a row coming into this one. Uh, I think it was Troy or was it Colby Cohen who said that Patrick Line is like completely checked out in this game. Yeah, Colby was doing some bench scouting and yeah. basically was like, "These guys are on the bus. They want to get the f out of Chicago." Uh, paraphrasing there, but yeah, I mean. You know, uh, this is surprising to see the the kind of effort 
uh, that that Columbus put out. You know, you were you were in town ahead of time, ahead of the storm, um, so you were able to you know get in, get comfortable in the in in being on the road, being in the city. You know, you had extra practice time, and to just come out and and lay the stinker that they did in the first half of the game. Um, and, and by, you know, the, the, the broadcasts, uh, estimations look disinterested, uh, in, and, and look like you were, you were looking for the exit, like, oof, like that's, that's a, that's a rough look against a Blackhawks team that is even with the win still dead last in the NHL. Uh, that's, that's, that's a rough, that's a rough effort. And, um, you know, T's and P's to the blue jackets the rest of the season. Yeah, it's uh, they're dealing with a ton of injuries, but yeah, that was just. Uh, I mean, look, they got to be looking at that as an opportunity too to say, let's let's hit this break feeling good. Yeah, and just, I mean, to be at, being be outshot. I, I can talk. <laughs> Falling into a place where you're outshot by the Hawks by double digits, that's that's hard to do. Mm-hmm. That, that, you know, that's that is a difficult task for any team to get outshot by the Blackhawks that significantly. Um, so, yeah, bad for them. The other guy I wanted to talk about was Isaac Phillips, um, who went after uh, Corrali after the hit on Taves, mm-hmm. which I thought was a, a, a hard hit, a clean hit. Um, but, you know, any time a captain is hit into the boards and goes down hard, there's going to be a response. And Isaac Phillips was the first guy in there. And when you talk about young guys sort of buying into the culture, A, and B, earning the uh, trust and respect of their teammates, whether or not these things translate to wins or points or whatever, you know, you can argue that till the cows come home. But I will tell you um, that teammates notice and teammates care uh, when they get stood up for. And for Isaac Phillips to jump in and what his second game up with the team and and go after uh, go after him right away, I think that's huge. That's huge. And I think him and Mitchell. Uh, had pretty solid games tonight too. It's two two pretty decent games in a row for Ian Mitchell, and uh, it's starting to look comfortable on the power play too. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a good effort for him. Good to see him get uh, get on the score sheet with an assist uh, for Mitchell, and yeah, for for Isaac Phillips to you know come in and and, and make an impact. Um, he doesn't know the the amount of opportunity he's exactly going to get with this Blackhawks team. Uh, this season, he's obviously earned the right to to be up now, uh, stepping in for for Jared Tenorti, who's who's going to be out for a while, um, and he's he's filling the role that Tenorti is is leaving, and and, and Phillips has that edge to his game, um, even if he might have a, a bit more of a offensive game or a offensive uh, skill set than Tenorti has, but he has that that physical edge uh, that he can that he can bring to the table, and it was it was good to see. Uh, him have an opportunity to bring that out, um, stepping in for uh, for Taze after he after he took that hit. Um, look, I, it goes both ways for me. Um, you 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 do not have to fight after every clean hit just because it was a big hit. Yeah, I think Corrali went right through Taze's, Taze's chest, and it was it was a big impact. It is, um, but I don't think you. I, I'm I don't think you have to fight after every clean hit. And it's good in the, in the sense of, you know, you stepping up, stepping up for teammates, uh, having each other's back. That's, that's fantastic. Uh, I just think, you know, the, the, the less Jonathan Taze who has had concussion issues, who is likely going to go, you know, onto the trade block uh, this season, the less he can take, uh, you know, unnecessary shots to the head, the better. Um, so seeing him getting into scrums like that um, always gives me a little, Gets me a little itchy, but for Phillips, hey, it's 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 good for him to to get in there, mix it up, um, and and good for him to to take that opportunity in, in this limited uh, chance he's going to get in the NHL this season. He might he might be sent down and come back later this year. So it's good for him to you know show that he he can he can be trusted to to step in and be a guy who's going to be you know out there for the team uh, later this season when a couple of these guys are still around after the trade deadline and he'll likely be up. Yeah. I'm with you on the fighting after every legal hit. Um, but I feel like at this point, I'm just sort of shouting it into the ether because it's not <laughs> yeah. going to change. Uh, I think a big part of it is the fact that the instigator penalty exists. So you can't um, go, you know, drop the gloves later and get your air quotes revenge. And it kind of has to be settled in a moment, the way things are designed. 
Um, I don't like it. I don't like that you have to fight after every big hit you make, uh, especially when you're clean. But it's just the way the game's going now. And and I, and like I said, it does matter to the guys on that team to see that sort of a response. Uh, Young Dangle God in the chat says, thoughts on the hits today? I think the Kachuk hit and the Corrali hit on Taves were both clean, but unnecessary and cheap. Uh, the Kachuk thing... Uh, I don't know what he was doing tonight. Yeah, it was weird. Like, I, I'm sure... Look, we're watching on TV, so there's stuff we're, we're not seeing that we'd see if we were at the arena. Um, like, for instance, when he came out of the box and started fighting again, I didn't see the cross-check that was put on Connor Murphy until I saw the replay. Right, was So it was like, play. what the hell are you doing? You're just coming out and, and fighting people. <laughs> um, but yeah, it just... The fact that he didn't get an extra penalty for going after Line A after that hit was bizarre. And then... The, 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 they got after he came out of the box that the Hawks got the power play there was very very strange. It's fine with me, but it just <laughs> the, the whole sequence was weird. And I don't like if this is Boris Kachuk's way to stay in the lineup. Uh, some clock and situational awareness might be something he wants to look into. You know what I mean? Like you're up, yeah. But Columbus is starting to get some momentum. Just get the win and go home, man. Like if you if you really want to get your revenge on, on a hit, something we didn't see in the game, or if it was Crowley against Taves, you want to get revenge on, fine. Take a number. You play him again next week. Get right. him, You know what I mean? Like, it's just you got to be situationally aware. And for me, to even have the opportunity to get Columbus some power play opportunities, uh, it's just dumb, and it's just bad timing, and I did not like it. Everything worked out great, um, but I just – I don't know. I don't know what he was thinking in that moment. Yeah, I, I I wonder if <clears throat> maybe the the direction to him from from the coaching staff might have been, hey, we want you to pick up your physical game, and and he took that as if I want to stay in the lineup, I need to lay out some people tonight. I need to maybe tussle, you know, get in a tussle or two. Um, but yeah, I I agree. In a game that you're winning, uh, you don't need to be going out there giving the the Blue Jackets power play opportunities. Um, so yeah, I I I think it's. It, Again, it's to the point of, you know, you want to stand up for teammates. That's that's fine. That's 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 a good thing. Um, but again, it, knowing knowing the score, uh, knowing this the way that the, you know the Blue Jackets were were climbing their way back into the game was through their power play opportunities. Um, you just you, you just need to be a little bit smarter than that. And, and you can be physical in 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 other ways that don't have to be after the play, after after the whistle, after the you know behind the play, anything like that. Um, you don't need to go out there and and be out of position, uh, play selfishly because you're you're trying to you know add a add a hit or 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 get in a guy's face to uh, to instigate a fight. You don't have to be doing that when you're winning the game. Yeah, exactly right. All right, we got Greg Boyson standing by. Before we get to him, we got to assign our DraftKings King of the Game. And was there any doubt? It is good old number eighty-eight, Patrick Kane. A goal, two assists, seven shots on goal. 2025 of ice time that fifth goal of the season uh took a long time a nice little touch there with the king of the game steven with the crown and the santa hat on patrick kane uh <laughs> patrick he, candy kane he was great he's been great the last little bit and it's really good to see him uh get rewarded with a goal and hopefully this sort of opens up the floodgates for him and he can start uh scoring at the pace we're, we're used to um so patrick kane is our DraftKings king of the game and we want to remind you hockey fans that you should just do what I do when I tweet it out because today was the day I guaranteed earlier this week a Hawks win, right? Did I not, Mario? You sure did. Three, four days ago. And then I also parlayed that, one of those same game parlays on DraftKings Sportsbook with a Patrick Kane goal. So I am the big winner. Light the lamp this oh, winter man. with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. New customers, get this, you can bet just $5 pregame money line on any NHL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. But those same game parlays, that's where I love it. You, you could bet a buck, two bucks, three bucks for a, a decent payout if those parlays hit. What I like to do is load up my account before the season begins and just kind of, you know, I set myself like, all right, I'm going to put this much in and this will be my money for, you know, the calendar year. And then uh, just kind of see how it goes, see how it ebbs and flows. And those same game parlays are a great way to win a lot of money with a very small investment. 
like I did today, multiple bets, who will win, how many goals will be scored, who will score the goals, all those sort of things. That's how you have your shot in an even bigger payout. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code CHGO. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do only at DraftKings Sportsbook with the code CHGO. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. With all that money you're winning on uh, on on DraftKings, you can definitely uh, go out and get some get some tickets through the yeah. Game Time app to any different uh, show or event or game that you would ever go to or want to go to. Game Time is the hottest new ticketing site that makes it e- easier to score the best deals on tickets to sporting events, concerts, and shows. Everything you've ever dreamed of, including sitting on the, the 50 yard line. Never thought you could do that. With Game Time, they make it possible. It's the biggest last-minute price drops that can be found on the seats you thought you never could buy. You're never going to find a better deal than on Game Time on Blackhawks tickets this this season. If you wanted to go out and brave the frigid colds tonight, twelve dollars got you a seat in the United <laughs> Center. And you know what? Kudos to the crowd tonight. I I was expecting a. I was expecting maybe a few thousand. It was it was pretty decently attended tonight. So good on you. I'm sure we got a couple people in the building tonight yeah, uh, taking uh, advantage of, of the game time tickets. Official attendance, 17108. I'm sure it wasn't Ooh. that many. That's probably tickets sold, but still sure. a decent crowd. Yeah, good crowd. Good crowd. Good crowd to see a win. Uh, you were never going to find a better seat this season on game time. Always use the link in the description below. Uh, in the show to uh, get your game time tickets. Uh, that's really going to help us out because if you love CD show, you're going to love game time. Uh, join over 15 million people who have downloaded the game time app and score the best seats to all of your favorite events. All right, let's go out to the United Center. And welcome our friend Greg Boyson, who braved the cold weather to uh, bring you this Blackhawks win. Thanks, Greg. Thanks for bringing home a win for us. I appreciate it. I, my pleasure. That was fun. It was uh, pretty easy to do, too. Um, I don't know if I really love my job or if I'm just half nuts or maybe it's a little bit of both. <laughs> a little but, bit of both. You know, if it wasn't for the wind, it wouldn't be that bad out there. But walking through that parking lot with nothing to block that wind, ugh, I'm not looking forward to doing that. But at least we've got a win to talk about. And uh, Mario, you mentioned it. The crowd, much bigger than I expected. Not much smaller than what we usually have been getting here. And they got entertained with uh, – they got – Provided a pretty entertaining game. The first ten minutes or so was rather, ugh, boy, what it, like, you know. It took it took six and a half minutes for either team to get a shot. It took the Hawks like eight minutes to get a shot. But then after that, it was uh, you know pretty wide open for about eight and a half minutes. Though. I was like, I I got I went out in the cold for this. What's going on here? But uh, good for the Blackhawks. Good for those fans that, that braved this cold. I said that everybody should have got a free hot dog or something for, for coming out, but uh, good for this team. You know, tank standings doesn't matter on a night like tonight. Uh, a guy like Patrick King getting, you know, getting his goal. He deserved a couple the other night, got it tonight. You know, seeing Jonathan Taves and, and Patrick Kane combine for some goals, 300 now that they've combined for you don't know how many more chances you're going to get to see that. So it's a special night. And there was actually some interesting comments uh, from Taves after the game, who was smiling a lot, which again is nice to see. You don't, you don't see that very often these days. And he was asked, you know, with everything going on, do you kind of savor these moments with you and Kane having success together a little bit more? And he said, you know, everybody's talking about, our future and you can't help but listen to it and you never know how long you get a chance to play for this team or play with Patrick Kane. So yeah, you do appreciate it a little bit more. So, you know, that's the first time either one of those guys have really kind of said, yeah, we might not be playing together much longer. So um, a little interesting there. Interesting. But yeah. the theme of the night was Alex Daylock. And, you know, we talked to him briefly after the game he kind of took responsibility for that Taves hit that that started all the physical play, saying that it was a bad pass, and he kind of left because of the pass. He left Johnny in a vulnerable situation, but then Taves said he feels bad because he 
exposed himself to the hit, and then everybody else has now got to get involved in something that he caused. So depends on who you want to listen to. But both Kane and Taves and Luke Richardson just couldn't have been happier for, for Alex Daylock. They, everybody says that he's a huge part of this locker room. He provides an energy. He provides a looseness to this team that they miss when he's not there. And if we have a look into the future – Luke Richardson wants to have a goalie here that can move the puck because he said he talked about it this morning at morning skate and he mentioned it after the game saying how much he appreciates how Alex Stalin can get the puck up the ice quickly and it gives them an advantage. So going forward, I think Luke Richardson, if I'm if I'm Drew Camesso, I start working on my stick handling this summer because that's going to get you in the good graces of Luke Richardson. Yeah, that's interesting um, because Troy Murray mentioned it, how it. It just it help it helps the defense, and I, I know it seems, you know, obvious when it's working, right? But we saw there were a few times this year where it was a bit of an, an adventure with Staylock, where you felt like he was making more headaches for his defenseman than helping. But we were talking earlier, and those ring around passes, those dump ins, he cuts those off, and the Hawks get possession again. Like that's that 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 that's a huge thing because we've seen the Hawks have trouble when their opponent dumps the puck in, retrieving it. So if you've got the goalie sort of squashing it before it even begins, if he's a confident enough skater and stick handler, which Staylock clearly is, uh, that's going to help out everybody. And and he got things moving on that radish goal. And uh, yeah, it's it's great to see him back. And especially just like from a personal standpoint of a concussion that bad where you feel like you're close and then you have a setback and you feel like you're close and you have a setback. And then you're not sure. It's unsure. We're going to see how I feel, see how I feel. And he's finally back enough. And look, looked like he was ready to drop the gloves tonight, too, if, if, if called upon. So he must be feeling better. But, yeah, just going through that level of an injury is tough. Uh, so couldn't be happier for Staylock, who uh, just seems like, like a wonderful guy. Um, I don't know if it – I think he wore the um, – I didn't get a good look at it today. I think he wore the, the Nope helmet today. But we talked to him earlier this week, and he's got a new – uh, baseball-themed helmet with Harry Carey on it and some baseballs on it. We did a little video for that that's going to be posted on social media one of these days, um, and we'll share that. But, yeah, just really happy for Staylock, who uh, has really battled and, and persevered through not just the concussion, but last year with myocarditis uh, after getting COVID. Like, just it's been a tough run for him. So great to see him still in good spirits and back. And, and quite frankly, playing a hell of a game in net today. Yeah, he was very good. And uh, walking from the locker room to the press lounge uh, to wait for Luke Richardson, we saw Alex in the, in the hallway with his kids. He had his two young kids with him, both wearing their Chicago Blackhawks pajamas. And I was so jealous oh. that they can come to a Blackhawks <laughs> game in pajamas. I was like, you know, when, you know, maybe next game, New Year's Day, I'm going to show up in my PJs and see if there they kick go. me out. Yeah, I think it'll be okay. <laughs> Yeah, just just wear just wear them under under your uh, under your jacket and stuff, and you'll. Uh, well, I've got an extra layer on under everything tonight. Like yeah. it's so cold oh. out there. I don't even have a Roosevelt on. I put a flannel on. That's how cold. Yeah, that's how cold it is out there. Oh man, yeah. those are thin. Those are thin shirts. It needs to be above <laughs> freezing to wear those. Uh, the only little uh, weirdness about this game, aside from the Hawks winning, um, is <laughs> what what is Boris Kachuk doing? Did 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 Luke have anything to say about uh, not, Boris Kachuk with rabies? Like, what's going on? Not really. Um, Luke's press conference was pretty quick. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, there's really not much you can, you know, ask after these types of games. More like, hey, feels good, right? Yeah, cool. All right, we'll see you later. <laughs> um, Alex Stalock mentioned Kachuk saying that you know you you appreciate when guys stand up for your teammates, and I guess that that was about the second. Uh, altercation. I mean, he was. I saw. I was watching Murphy and Corrali go behind the play, what caused all that, and they kind of cross-checked each other. And Murphy went to skate away, and when he turned around, Corrali got him square in the back yeah. from the blind side. And then that's right as Kachuk was coming out of the box for his first dumbass penalty. That <laughs> that boarding penalty was just. Stupid. Well, when like, he should have—he frankly should have gotten more because he went after Line after that too. Right. And Line, I mean, from it, what it I can just, tell, didn't do anything. He galaxy brained it right there. I mean, you're up four to two. Columbus ever since when after the Columbus made the goaltending change and they went to Corpusalo, they were the better team. Oh yeah. 
they dominated the second half of that second period. When they scored that goal early in the third, it was like, uh-oh. They've got all the momentum, and here comes Boris Kachuk taking a dumb penalty on a, on, on a penalty kill. That was the hit was unnecessary. Whether it was uh, it was it was the right call, but you know even if it wasn't, you know a boarding play, don't make the hit there. It's unnecessary. Let the guy, you know, you got to let the guy go get the puck, and then maybe you know impede him coming. You don't hit him on the way to the puck. You're, you're just no awareness. So I mean, the second penalty when he when he got in the the fight with Corrali, I don't have a problem with that. Because he was defending, you know, Murphy, uh, you know, and then he was, you know, Corrali was the guy that hit t- Taves earlier. Mm-hmm. So there was a little there. Um, and then at the end of the game, Gabranson just had enough of his crap and just said, you know what, I'm going to punch you until they kick us both out of the game. And that's pretty much what he did. And, uh, you know, I don't know if that's the way you stay in the lineup. I mean, Luke, we didn't, Luke Richardson wasn't asked about it. And, you know, some people said he looked really pissed after the second dust-up right after he got out of the box, but that was probably more just about overall the situation that he's watching Connor Murphy get hit from behind more than Kachuk what could, getting another penalty. Um, but, you know, for a guy that doesn't offer a whole lot when he's in the lineup, to take dumb penalties while your team is up 4-2, not a way to endear yourself and stay, especially when you got a guy like Reese Johnson who can do the same thing without taking the meat-headed penalties. Yep, there's no doubt about that. But thankfully, the Blue Jackets, after that, couldn't stay out of the penalty box, so they sh- they proved why they are in the counter-Bedard running tonight. They are a lousy hockey team, um, but in their defense, they've got a lot of guys missing that can make them a lot better. Guys like Jacob Voracek, their, their captain and leading goal scorer, Boone Jenner, is out. So they may improve if they get guys back. But, you know, it should be fun. That New Year's Eve game might be a little spicy after what we saw tonight. These guys don't have very much long. They don't have to wait very long to get out of the crack at each other. So we'll see what happens on that uh, New Year's Eve afternoon special. Yeah, I mean, we've we've seen some physical games between the Blackhawks and Rangers this year turn into a bit of a – Bit of a mini rivalry this season. I wonder if that's going to happen now with uh, with Columbus here. Yeah, why not? I mean, they used <laughs> they to be did. in the they used to be in the same division, and nobody cared. So why not have a rivalry now? <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 good to uh, it's it's good to see them get a win. It's good to see the uh, the mood be be relatively positive, even if you know Kachuk was was uh, doing some dumb stuff. I, I think what's <clears throat> what's good for this Blackhawks team is 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 getting some wins. Um Greg tonight in, in our in our chat we have a, a poll about you know being happy after uh, a win over a team that is also tanking. Uh you know I, I think the majority of people uh, agree with with Jay and I at least that you know getting this win tonight is 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 important even though they're you're you're still factoring in for the tank season. Uh, you need wins like this. Is is where are you uh, where do you land on that? Oh no, I'm not upset that they won the night in the least. You know <laughs> this doesn't this doesn't affect the tank standings. Big picture, no. This is they need they, losers of eight in a row. They haven't won at the United Center since November third when they beat the Kings. That was the first game without Alex Daylock. That was and then so that was the last win. So you're talking almost two months since they won in this building. This team needed it. Like they're not. They this is. They proved it tonight by how they kept sticking up for one each for one another. This is the definition of a team. You know, they 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 stick up for each other. They play hard. They deserve this win. You can't you can't be upset. You know, we get to we get to be. We're lucky. We get to be around this team on a daily basis. We we get to see them interact off the ice so it's hard you can't be upset when they finally get a night where everything goes their way and they get a big win especially when patrick kane can kind of take a monkey off his back with a big offensive night yeah it's for me it's nothing but positives i think also the timing of it with uh heading into the into the christmas break these guys need a bit of a of a of a morale boost and I think this is the perfect kind of game to give them that. Like, not only was it a win, it's Kane scoring, it's Staylock returning, it's Kane and Taze with three points each. You know, it, it's it's everything you kind of wanted to cross off the list before hitting the break. 
they were able to do it in the course of one night. So uh, it's great. Once again, I want to remind hitting you. Hitting on a one-timer. Yeah, Max right. Max hitting a one-timer, which he missed like all the time last game. So, yes. yeah, there's <laughs> lots, lots of positives heading into Christmas. It's a freaking cold night. Let the boys win. And speaking of Max Domi, I, I think we've been ne- negligent to not mention him in this one. Uh, really solid game for him. I, I thought he was he was terrific. Really moving the puck with confidence. We've seen it the last few games. Really crisp on the tape passes. You know through traffic. You know east to west across the offensive zone. Uh, he was great. That tic tac toe goal that ended up in a Taves goal was beautiful. I, I think he just he's played really well and he's kind of gotten to the point where. We don't talk about him much anymore because he's been sort of dependable. You know, like there was that that span where he was not shooting the puck and was passing up scoring opportunities to defer to Patrick Kane, but he seemed to have kind of shaken that free a little bit. Um, And no, he's not Alex Dabrinkit. No, he's not Artemi Panarin, but uh, the compete level from him is is there. And, uh, you know, I I just I think he had a really terrific game tonight. And it's a guy we haven't mentioned yet. So I want to make sure we do. Yeah, I think that those couple games away from Patrick Kane helped him a lot. It helped him get his shoot-first mentality back, and it's carried over to since returning with Patrick Kane. So I think that that two- or three-game break, whatever it was, where Taves went to center Patrick Kane, that did a world of, of good for Max Domi. It got him to say, hey, I'm leading this team in goals. I should probably shoot more. Yeah, uh, in this goal, in this game, a goal and assist. He was a plus one, four shots on goal. Uh, three more shot attempts, and he won five and lost six faceoffs. So a rare uh, under fifty percent night for Max Domi at the dot, but um, just he was really good. And and I think you're starting to see, you know, that point is really smart in observing Greg because yeah, getting away from Kane was the best thing for him. Because when you look at guys on the team, like the shots of the guys on the team, he's right up at the top. He's got that quick release. It's pretty accurate. And that's why I think we got so frustrated because he refused to use probably his greatest weapon. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, it's yeah. good to see. And it's driving his trade value up, up, up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think that that was that was the biggest frustration is that when when Domi was being the most effective, it was because he was it, because he was shooting because he was on the, you know, the the receiving end of some great Patrick Kane setups and you know, just unfortunately in that early, early part of the season, he was getting set up by Patrick Kane. And then he was like, Oh, well, I'll just give it right back to him because he, he must be open now too. Uh, and, and so now he's, he's taking that opportunity to, to get shots on that. Um, got the goal tonight. I think there was a, a good bounce back, uh, a, a good bounce back performance for Domi after, you know, on, on Wednesday night, uh, being part of the part of the frustration of, you know, Patrick Kane setting up all his teammates and the teammates, you know, whiffing on a, on a one-timer or snapping a stick uh, on a shot. Domi was part of that. So tonight to be able to get, you know, the the goal, the 2 nothing goal in the first period and then be part of the uh, the setup for Jonathan Taze's pat, uh, power play goal, um, I think that's that's a huge bounce back uh, performance from, from him uh, from the last game. And, and it's just, just kind of adds to this little bit of uh, momentum that he's been building here as uh, as we get to January and maybe trade time. Yeah. Uh, Greg, did Luke have anything to say about um, the kids, Mitchell and Phillips today? No, not really. Um, again, not really asked. I know they didn't get as much playing time tonight as they did against Nashville, but that's because they actually had all six defensemen for the whole game. Yeah. And there was a lot and there was a lot of special teams play, you know, in the second half of the game, which is going to take time away from both of those guys. So um, I didn't notice either one of them much, which when you're a young defenseman, that's a good thing. That just means you're doing your job. So, um, you know, I, I like the fact that they, they're playing. I hope to see them both keep playing. You know, I don't know if for sure if Caleb Jones has been sitting out because of performance or if his hip is bothering him again. He missed that one. He was at late scratch a couple of weeks ago because he had, he had tweaked the hip muscle. Uh, and then he came back, and so I don't know if 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 that's bothering him or if it's strictly performance that's been keeping him off. But I'd like to see Mitchell and Phillips keep playing as we go beyond the Christmas break. But we'll see what happens. Uh, it's kind of a weird thing because 
The Hawks play uh, Tuesday. That's their next game in Carolina. But because the NHL is just the smartest league in the history of professional sports league, nobody is allowed to travel on the 26th. So anybody playing on the road on the 27th is at a huge disadvantage. The Blackhawks are literally flying out at 6 in the morning on game day to get to Carolina and then maybe practice. they got to get on the ice. They can't go into a game with three straight days with no practice, with no ice time. So the league is mandated. There is no practice or anything over the next three days for Christmas. But you also can't travel to your destination. So that's going to be, you know, they're already facing – one of the best teams in the league on the road, and then you, you got to fly there in the morning. God, you better hope that there's you don't get a day like we had yesterday. Yeah, they should book a flight for uh, 12.01 a.m. Uh, <laughs> you know, get there at 2.30 or 3, sleep in, and then get a late skate. And I, yeah. I mean, at least Carolina's going to be in the same boat. They don't have to travel, but they won't, you know, they'll have their morning skate. Yeah, that sucks. I don't know. Yeah, yeah it's a strange situation. So, yeah. Pretty much, you got to petition the league to be at home the day after Christmas because you have a real home ice advantage because you got to wake up and just get out of bed and go play hockey. Yeah, no doubt. All right, let's get to our four stars of the game in this one here. Three stars, number three, Alex Stalock. He made 27 saves on 29 shots. Welcome back, Alex Stalock. Jonathan Taves, your number two star. He had a goal and two assists. He won 18 and lost seven faceoffs. That's good for 72%. He is absolutely killing it at the faceoff dot. And your number one star of the game, of course, Patrick Kane with a goal, two assists, three points, and seven shots on goal. He was uh, outstanding, as we've discussed. Uh, my four stars, a guy we just sort of talked about, Ian Mitchell. Um, not so much that there was a lot of like great outstanding moments from him, but I think we're really starting to see him stabilize defensively and uh, had a shot on goal, showing a little bit of confidence with the puck movement on the power play. Um, look, I don't know what that kid's future is in this organization or on this team, um, but I want to find out, right? Like you said, Greg, you want to see him. You want to see Mitchell continue to play or uh, Phillips continue to play. I totally agree because um, you want to find out what you got here in Ian Mitchell. So I thought it's been a nice stretch of games, probably two, three in a row here for Ian Mitchell, where he's certainly looked better than his first handful of games. And, and I really like the He's a real heads-up skater and passer, which I appreciate from a young guy. Real, you know, always, almost like it almost looks like he's looking up, like he's consciously skating with his head up uh, to see the whole ice and, and moves the puck well. Um, so, yeah, I, I give it to Ian Mitchell because – I think the other three are pretty obvious in this one, <laughs> quite frankly. Yeah, I'm going to go with Andreas Athanasiu. Uh, his goal ends up being the game-winning goal. He, he gave him a 3 nothing lead in the second period, and that ends up being the, the difference in the game. Uh, real effective game, had three shots on goal, another uh, five total shot attempts, used his speed. I really like that line that Luke Richardson has put him on with Jason Dickinson and Sam Lafferty. Even though Dickinson had some trouble staying out of the penalty box tonight, not his best game in the world, but I see what he's trying to do there because you've got Athanasiu, the fastest guy on your team, but you're putting him with two big guys that can kind of sort of keep up with him and create a lot of space. Lafferty and Dickinson will, are creating space for Athanasiu. We saw that tonight, plenty of space when he scored his goal. So uh, I'm going to give it to Athanasiu, taking advantage of, of a situation that might be a positive one for him. I, I, I think that combination is going to stay together for a few games and it kind of balances it out a little bit where now you got an actual scoring threat in the bottom six as opposed to everybody, you know, all those guys hanging out in the top six. Yep. Yeah, I liked uh, Athanasiu's game tonight. I really think he was he was due to finally bury some chances, so it was good to see him get to get his goal. Um, I'm going to go my fourth star with the guy that we, uh, we were just talking about, Max Domi. Um, for all the reasons that we that we mentioned, uh, my biggest one was just being able to come back and uh, and and bury a, bury an opportunity that was set up by Patrick Kane. Um, once he scored that goal, that was you know that was the tipping kind of the tipping point. If he didn't go off and have a hat trick or something uh, and end up being a, a three a, one of the three stars tonight, uh, I, I wanted to give Max Domi some 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 credit for that. So he went out, had a great game, um, and. You know, I, I don't I don't make these selections based off of game score. I just use it as uh, as I do partially eye test, partially analytics, the way it should be. 
but our, our our friends with the uh, the blue line charts, uh, this might be the most dominant Blackhawks game analytically that they play all season based on game score. Only one Blackhawks player was under even based on game score. They were a negative 0.07, even as being zero. A negative 0.07. It was Mackenzie Entwistle. Poor guy. Everyone else was uh, was was positive tonight. Uh, basically, when we say the Blackhawks have to play their best to get a win, that's what we that's what we were able to see tonight. It wasn't the best sixty minute effort. They played the best when it counted, uh, but it was it was it was great to see that uh, analytically this was one of the best games that they've played. And Max Domi had uh, had a had a big big hand to play in that. No doubt. All right, Craig, you want to stick around for the tank standings? Uh, I'm going to go out in the Arctic frigid cold, but I did see our buddies in, in Arizona pull off a win, and, and maybe the Ducks can win too. And then it all wa- comes out even in the wash. Nobody's got to yeah. worry about it. So I'm going to bundle up. I'm just going to take me 10 minutes to put all my layers back on and, and head home. But uh, before I go, miss, wish both of you guys a Merry Christmas. We won't see each other again until Tuesday. And then uh, whatever holidays all of our loyal listeners are celebrating over the next few days, I hope they're great and safe. And we'll see you guys back on Tuesday. Yep. See you next Tuesday. Absolutely. Same to you. All right, boys. All right. Take care. Uh, Yes. uh, Appreciate that. All right. We're going to get to the tank standings here in a bit. But first, uh, Mario's going to tell you about pins and aces. I'm going to tell you about Shady Rays. Uh, And just letting you know, looking at the uh, chat right now, we've got uh, 45 likes. I need 10 more likes for an extra spin. Right? So we get the 55 likes, we'll get an extra spin at the tank standings. Let's go. It's Christmas. Give us those likes on YouTube. And as it it, uh, turns out, we need those extra spins uh, on most nights to uh, to get the favorable results. But, uh, (laughs) yeah, go, go out there. Give us a like. Uh, we'll have some fun with the uh, with, with the tankathon. Yeah, uh, it's it's freaking freezing out there. Uh, but you know what makes me feel all warm and nice is thinking about being out on the nice, mm. sunny, warm golf course. And no better way to be out there on the nice, sunny, warm golf course than by wearing your best pins and aces gear from our friends at Pins and Aces, the official golf partner of chgo and the presenting sponsor of the big drive energy golf podcast on the the all city network pins and aces they make some of the best golf gear around they make amazing polos hats golf bags that can be customizable and of course the beer sleeve the product that goes right into your bag and can store up to seven of your favorite beers right there in your bag keep them cold the entire round uh, just a product that all golfers should have out there on the golf course. Just as important as a good three wood is the good beer sleeve. So check out pinsandaces.com. Use the code CHGO. When you do that, you're going to receive 15% off of your first order, and you're going to get free shipping on that order as well. Again, that's the promo code CHGO when you go to pinsandaces.com. And we're going to tell you about our friends at Shady Rays. When that snow is out there and it's whipping and it's blowing and it's blinding you, uh, you're going to want a nice quality pair of shades and you're not going to find a nicer pair for the money than Shady Rays. They never understood why sunglasses were so freaking expensive. So they set out to change that. You don't have to break the bank for quality sunglasses this winter because our friends at Shady Rays have you covered. They're premium polarized shades featuring world-class optical clarity, Substantial durability and styles catered to everyone and every lifestyle. The best part about Shady Rays, they have the most insane protection program in all of eyewear. If you lose or break your shades on day one, they told us they'll send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. Dropped on a frozen lake, off a cliff. Did Boris Kachuk try to fight you for no reason? Whatever happened to your Shady Rays, they (laughs) will replace them. Even with that strong of a protection program, they still managed to make quality that I can tell you from holding in my hand seems just as good as any expensive pair that I have ever worn. Shady Rays customers seem to agree with over 200,000 five-star reviews. That's over a, that's over a million stars. And the best part, stars. you're talking about the season of giving, right? We're talking about Christmas. We're talking about Hanukkah. We're talking about everything. Shady Rays also provides 10 meals to fight hunger in America with every order placed and have donated over 20 million meals to date. They stand behind their product and told our team that if anyone has a problem, 
They'll throw profit out the window and do what it takes to get it right. Free returns and exchanges. You'll either love the shades or Shady Rays will pay to ship them back. That's it. That is risk-free, my friends. Exclusively for our listeners, they're running their deepest deal of the season. Use the code CHGO for 50% off two or more pairs at ShadyRays.com. That's buy one, get one free. You can get two pairs for as low as $54. Redeem only at ShadyRays.com, where you can find all the newest and best shades. All right, it's that time. I'm checking the likes. I see 53, but I don't know if that's accurate. I'm going to reload the YouTube here and make sure we've gotten to our 55 level. But first, let's update the tank standings before we spin the magical wheel. All right, the Hawks still on top of the tank standings with 20 points in 32 games. They are 8-20-4 with tonight's 5-2 win over the Columbus Blue Jackets. The Anaheim Ducks, 21 points in 34 games. They're 9-22-3. Columbus, 22 points in 33 games. They're 10-21-2. Arizona picks up the shootout win over the LA Kings tonight. So they are now fourth in the tank standings with 27 points in 32 games. They're 11, 16, and 5. And the San Jose Sharks right there, 28 points in 35 games, 11, 18, and 6. All right, we made it. We got 57 likes. That means we're going to take three spins at the Tankathon wheel because it's Christmas and I'm feeling generous. So I'm going to do a bonus one anyway. And if somehow, some way, we get up to 65 likes, we're at 57 right now, according to my app. If we get up to 65, we'll do a four spin. All right. So, Stephen, do the honors. We are at tankathon.com looking at the draft lottery simulator. We are going to spin right. that wheel right now. We got Okay. I, I hate yeah, it here. We're just going to skip this one. Columbus, San Jose, Anaheim, Chicago. No, we won't be doing that. Nope. Next. Awful. All right. Awful. Let's go here. Here we go. Ugh. <sighs> Anaheim, Arizona, Chicago, Columbus. So the Hawks get the third pick. All right. This sucks. One more. I hate that. We won tonight. Can we? Can we why can't we be happy? Can't end on a sour note. There we go. Hey. The Hawks win the Tankathon on the third spin. Chicago, Anaheim, Columbus, San Jose, Philly. Uh, Anaheim moves down because on Tankathon right now, Anaheim is the lowest number because of a uh, win percentage. Um, but yeah, so there you go. On the third spin, the Hawks. Do we get an extra spin, Stephen? Did we get? Did we reach our number? It doesn't. Nah, we're not. Right, gonna let, do me, it. let me check. No. Let me check no, live no, right no, now. We are it. at sixty-one you know, likes. All right, here's what we're gonna fine. do. We're gonna bank it. Yeah, we're gonna bank the extra spin for the next show because we're not ending yeah. on a not number one pick for the Hawks. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, Mike says, "Why are the Ducks at default first? They have the lowest winning percentage. The points percentage is point the lowest for the Ducks. Yeah. So that's why. That's why yep. they're the the right now on Tankathon. They're number one. So there you uh, go. Well, that's 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 a great way to end." That is a great way to end. I agree. We, we get the win, and we get the the tankathon win, uh, and a good reminder here from our our, our friend Mister Sammy three three one. What's the CHGO code give you for DraftKings? It is if you go to DraftKings, you sign up, you use the promo code CHGO. If you bet five dollars on any NHL team to win a game, and they do, you get hundred and fifty dollars in free bets right there into your account. So if you aren't uh, on DraftKings yet and you want to be and you want to support us at CHGO, sign up for DraftKings, use the promo code CHGO, and bet on any NHL team. I'm not going to say it has to be the Blackhawks. If you want those $150 in free bets, maybe choose a different team. But, hey, I'm not going to tell you how to spend your money. Remember, (laughs) Hawks flying into Columbus Tuesday morning. Uh, and playing a game that night after, what, four days of no practice. So you might want to look into the hurricanes on that one. All right, let's wrap things up. We want to thank everybody for being with us. We hope everybody has a Merry Christmas uh, and and whatever you're celebrating, however you're celebrating, do it safely. I know, too, that this time of year can be tough for people. Uh, A lot of people feeling alone. A lot of people uh, get some bad memories. So uh, take care of your mentals, as uh, Marshawn Lynch would say. Uh, you know, and if you need help, reach out and, uh, yeah, just be safe, make it as happy as you can. And, uh, either way, we all appreciate you being here with us, uh, on a freezing Friday night. (laughs) It was a great night with the Hawks win, Hawks win the tank, uh, tankathon simulation and all's well. So we'll talk to you Tuesday night. Oh, Mario's got, and yeah. And 
for, yes. for the, the, the World Juniors opening night of the, the, the 26th. I believe Canada is playing on opening night. That's the big team for Hawks fans to pay attention to. Uh, if you don't know why, uh, I will tell you to go and listen to yesterday's episode of the CHGO yeah. Blackhawks podcast. We talked with Flow Hockey's Chris Peters about the Blackhawks prospects that are going to be at the at the World Juniors and some draft-eligible names to be looking out for for Blackhawks fans to keep an eye on. Uh, also included in that is Adam Fantilli and Connor Bedard. Yeah, big surprise, but hey, yeah, um, Can- yeah, Canada will get uh, will get the tournament started on the twenty sixth. Going to be uh, going to be a lot of fun watching that as well, no doubt. And diehards, uh, we're going to be active in the chat on Discord um, during the World Junior Championships. So I'm going to try to be there on the twenty sixth and hang out and, t- and watch the game and chat with people while it's going on. I'm sure Mario and Greg will check in as well because we're going to be locked and loaded on that tournament. You want to become a diehard? AllCHGO.com is the place to go. Uh, Gift subscriptions are available. So if you're looking for that last minute gift, you're not going to be able to get out to the store tomorrow. You got a Chicago sports fan in your life. Get them at CHGO diehard membership. It is the perfect price for a really nice Christmas gift that, that go, that knocks it out of the park. You get a free shirt or hat on sign up. You get a free shirt or hat every year upon renewal discounts on all of our merch discounts on all of our events remember next month we've got our blackhawks uh, united center takeover coming up so uh great time to jump on that diehard membership guys we want the results of our poll yes Yes. let's do that all right so the question are you happy with a win versus a tanking opponent yes was the overwhelming winner here with uh 78 percent of the vote good that's how it oh, should everyone's be. Everyone's happy. We're happy we yeah. won. That's right. And That's the uh, the uh, Coyotes winning in the shootout eases that, cushions that pain mm-hmm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, all right. All positive. Uh, we love you all. Thanks for being there with us. Uh, and we'll talk to you Tuesday after Hawks and Hurricanes on the CHGO Blackhawks podcast.